Welcome everyone to our Thought Leaders Talk Business podcast, where we tap into the minds of business consultants to gain insights into their strategies to help you gain a competitive advantage. In our third episode, we'll delve into proven approaches to market differentiation that help organizations' marketing messages stand out from their competition. I'm your host, Debbie Fleeman. Our guest today is Steve Garko, president at Foresight Business Consulting, a Chicago-based marketing firm. Steve is obsessed with making a difference in the way companies market their products and services and believes that any company can improve financial performance by implementing impactful marketing programs. Steve started as a market researcher, eventually building his career to assume the role of vice president global marketing for a $700 million division of a Fortune 300 company. After stints as a senior manager of two startups, Steve launched his consulting company and today has a proven track record helping companies improve marketing and financial performance. He provides high value strategic marketing support focused on enhancing the market uptake of products and services and has conducted dozens of successful marketing projects. Well, thanks, Debbie. I'm honored to be on your show. Steve, you have an approach toward marketing that has been very successful in helping companies develop a message that stands out among their competition. Don't companies already understand this? Well, no, not really. Uh, Many companies think that developing a differentiated feature set is sufficient for commercial success. And in my experience, these companies don't understand that it's important to differentiate their products through messaging. And perhaps that's because the company just assumes that that's the way the customer thinks or that the customer needs haven't changed yet. Now, you can tell companies that don't prioritize differentiated messaging by the fact that often their brochures have the same features and benefits as their competitions. Now, obviously, there's no chicken and egg conundrum here. You, can, you have to have unique features and benefits before you can develop a differentiated message. But differentiated messaging is just as important as product design uniqueness. So why do you think there's a lack of understanding today? Well, companies don't seem to understand that unlike spaceships, medical products do not exist in a vacuum. There's usually a clutter of competition. Your product will be stacked against existing products that represent the current standard of care. And even if your product is unique when introduced to the market, copycat products are quickly delivered since your competitors often identify the same evolving customer needs as you do. In addition, adjacent technology can surprise you by winning the favor in the mind of the customer. For all these reasons, your customer will have many choices to consider. And there's another reason. I've been surprised that many of my clients seemed only focused on developing a message that they wanted. They neglected to think about the messages that their competition was giving to these people. And they totally ignored the messages their customers received from peers and other sources. So in this morass of messaging that prospects receive, it's very easy for any company's message to get lost, even if they have an outstanding sales team. And finally, the problem is even greater today than before. 
because communication technology is so much better. It makes messaging prevalent in our customer's life. Remember, in the past, messages flowed through the print media like journal ads or from physical brochures, and they're delivered to the customer. And messages were often communicated face-to-face -face by sales teams. But today, customers get bombarded with messages through the internet. Messages come through the professional sales that well, the professional associations they've joined, or through bloggers that have a subject matter that the customer is interested in. Prospects get messages from peers and other third parties through social media platforms. They even get product messages through platforms that they've joined for personal reasons, like Facebook. Quite honestly, your customers can't escape the selling messages, and I know it frustrates many of them. Steve, what can we do to make sure that our message stands out among the competition? Well, the process I take is not rocket science. It's actually quite simple. It's comprised of the following steps. First, collect the competition's relevant promotional material. This includes sales brochures, website content, training materials, and social media posts. Next, compare your competitor's positioning from these to the, mess to the set of customer needs your product is intended to address. Then, examine the competitive mes messaging from a different perspective. Look at it to see how customers express their benefits compared to the approach you take. Then, note the differences in the similarities. Fourth, brainstorm for new terminology that defines your benefit better and differently and is easy to remember. Then, very importantly, test the message with the customer. So finally, you may want to project how your competition will react to this message you've just developed so that you're able to de proactively develop a response. However, this part probably doesn't need to be done before you've launched. You can do it afterwards. Now, these steps, admittedly, are very competition-focused. So you may want to also implement the same process for the messaging your customers receive from other important sources. So taken together, these steps will help you manage the positioning and messaging of your product to differentiate yourself. These steps make a lot of sense, Steve. When you first start working with a client, what are the key elements that you look for in their product or service? Well, if I'm working with a client on a project like this, I'm expecting that the competition will probably miss some benefits that my client's research shows their, that their customers believe are important. So these competitor messaging gaps are gold. They're exploitable messaging elements that can differentiate your product. Second, I look to help the company develop these new catchphrases that define the benefit and are easy to remember. You know, catchphrases are like product branding. They can differentiate you. Just think of Kleenex. I never ask for facial tissue. I, I ask my wife, where's the box of Kleenex? So a memorable catchphrase can capture your customer's mind share and make your product more important to them 
even though the actual benefit might be very similar to the competition. But this is especially true for a unique benefit that your product provides. Steve, do you have an example for us where you worked with a client to improve their messaging? Sure. A medical distribution client asked me to examine their messaging because their market share programs were going nowhere. Now, think about this. It's distribution, right? So some of your listeners might think it's impossible to differentiate that. But I want to show you how that's not true. We noticed that the behemoth companies that this company was going against all used the same terminology for a key benefit they provided. They all talked about inventory control in their sales collateral. However, our market research indicated that controlling inventory only solved a portion of the customer's cost containment problems. Getting clinical staff to use the same supplies and more importantly, getting them to use the same amount of certain supplies was even more important to the equation. Now, since my client's software could track utilization, the message about the company's software was transformed into the phrase managing cost per treatment rather than inventory control. And then what we did was we developed the phrase clinical efficiency to describe what we're doing. And then this phrase in messaging resonated well with the customer and generated significant sales traction. Steve, can you describe a situation where you were able to help a client realize a material return on investment? Sure. Now, the business problem that my client was facing is what to do with a new product that was expected to cut company revenue by 25%. This was a peritoneal dialysis product. And to understand what we did, let me just briefly explain a little about peritoneal dialysis. Patients normally drain and infuse a bag of solution into their abdomen four times per day. The, the new container size would allow patients to get nearly the same treatment dose with three containers rather than four. So you can see what the dilemma was. Rather than selling four bags at a particular price, they would, have to, they would be selling three bags at a slightly higher price, but they wouldn't be able to capture that incremental revenue, and that's why revenue would be dropping. Now, the company was resigned to this scenario until I took a look at, at what had come to be known as the dog product. Now, I wasn't convinced that this product strategy should be carried out, so I searched for alternatives. And two facts led me to identify a new marketing strategy. First, the current dose of treatment in dialysis had been based on 70 kilogram patients. Now, these are relatively small patients, and most of the patients, especially in the US, tended to be bigger. So it made sense to me that a larger dose of dialysis, dialysis might be needed in order to uh, provide the same therapy dose to these larger patients. Second, a different form of dialysis, which used a machine, it's called APD, automated peritoneal dialysis, 
to infuse dialysate overnight had shown that patients could tolerate larger uh, infusion volume, volumes while sleeping and that this resulted in higher toxin removal. So what I did is I concluded that we could possibly increase toxin removal by replacing our current size container with the new larger size. Replacing any one container would increase revenue and profit and avoid the 25% revenue decrease scenario. So we modeled the dose to verify my estimates and then performed clinical trials to validate that the, the, there was a clinical impact. And armed with this data, we were allowed to modify the marketing strategy and launch. So what we did, we launched this product as a replacement for the smaller container side, especially for larger patients and especially for use while sleeping. Now, promoting the product as one size does not fit all. We, we achieved an incremental profit growth of $2.5 million in, in the first year. So when, when I look at, at marketing, yes, engineers develop great products, but a, a great marketing person has the ability to transform things in the mind of, of the customer and really generate hugely successful benefits uh, based on messaging and strategy. Given the tips, steps in this example, it sounds like your process can be applied to any industry. Am I right? Oh, yeah, I, I, I believe that. It's uh, just I've spent a lot of my time in the medical industry, so all of my examples are really from, from there. Well, I think those are really great, and they show quite an impact that you're making. Thank you very much for your time today, and I'd like to know if someone wants to contact you, Steve, what's the best way for them to do that? Sure. The best way uh, to learn more uh, about my company is to go to my website. The website is foresight-consultinginc.com. I know that's long, but that's F as in Frank, O-R-E, S as in Sam, I-G-H-T as in Tom, dash consultinginc.com. It explains the kind of work my company performs. Listeners can also find me on LinkedIn as Steve Garco, that's spelled G as in good, A-R, C as in cat, H-O-W. Or they can email me at steve at foresight-consultinginc.com. Thanks a lot for having me, Debbie. Thank you for listening to Thought Leaders Talk Business. If you have comments or questions, please email debbie f at creativetechresources.com.